You know, when you see those opportunities, you gotta take them. <laughs> Welcome to the Series Pod Podcast. I'm V. And I'm Andrew. Get your favorite beverage ready and join our book club. Yeah, I'm ready. Oh, look at that quality. Look at that quality. Ooh, ooh, ooh. It's so good. So good. I'm loving it. Oh my god. The food just hit the right places, didn't it? You can add in that food hit the right place because it's a mood, to be honest. I fit record. So, hi listeners, welcome back. We've got a bit of a fun episode coming in for you. It is time to get to know me. And me. And V. Yeah. And this is kind of just going to be getting to know us as well as making fun of British culture. (laughs) Really, yeah. It's going to be a chatty one. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's just going to be like a normal... Like we're in a Starbucks. Uh, I mean, a Costa. Starbucks is cancelled right now. Oh, yeah. All right, peace, Starbucks. Well, they should have decreased their prices like everywhere else. And now it's still good there. Yeah. Greedy. Buggers. Bastards. (laughs) 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 I feel like a bastard. If you say that in UK, that's like the the most terrible thing you could call someone. People, People not impressed by bastard. I got a, yeah, so my first question, so for people who don't know, you are Russian. Yes, I am. You are from Russia. You were born there. Yes. You are from what people assume is just a cold, cold, (laughs) cold part of the world. (laughs) And I'm sure you got that a lot. Especially when I tell them that I was born in Siberia, people assume I'm related to a polar bear. It, I mean, we think it's cold. Yeah, I mean, it can be in the winter, but we get all seasons. Like, it's it's minus 40 Celsius in the winter, but it's plus 40 in the summer. Jesus. We, you know, we have the autumn that is all pretty and yellow with the leaves and stuff. And then we have the spring with the icicles and the little, you know, the trees. I, okay, first of all, I don't think spring should have icicles, but okay, fine, fair enough. Oh, well, yeah, if you're living in the UK, your spring doesn't have icicles. No, no, like... no, the UK doesn't have all four seasons, I don't care yeah. what people say. The UK has summer and winter, and that is it. You don't have well, other seasons. The other seasons last a day. It just gets, it always stays green, but it either gets, so the winter is green and rainy, and then the summer just gets greener and hotter without so much rain. But that's about it. That that. Yeah, but also very moist. The humidity is disgusting. I don't know about up north, but, but in London it is horrendous. And people are like, oh, we don't need air conditioning. But then they complain about the yeah. weather. I'm like, listen, if you're going to complain, <laughs> get something to stop complaining. But yeah, it is true. I was born in Russia and then I moved to the UK. When I was about 10 years old, 10, 11, and I went to a boarding school up in Suffolk. Very nice. Very fancy. Yeah. What, what did you think of when you arrived at the airport? Um, well, the first time... Did anything take you by surprise? I mean, the first time I actually came to visit, I went with my school on like a two, three week school trip that was supposed mm. to be like a an express course, like a fast track to learning English, which uh, completely failed at its 
job. <laughs> I mean, British people don't speak the best English, so... No offence, guys, no offence. <laughs> when you arrive with a group of your classmates speaking a different language, you're not gonna talk to each other in English that you don't know very well. That's true. Yeah, no, that's true too. You know, you go for a few hours to like a English summer school where you read in English, but then the rest of your day, you still spend talking in Russian. You speak to each other in your native... Yeah. 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 But I was... I don't know. It was like a different world. I remember arriving... We went to... We lived in... We lived in Hastings. Okay. And now I go back to Hastings and I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Not ideal. But when I first came to Hastings, you know, it was by the beach and everything was so green and luscious. And I thought the people, you know... When you go outside of London and it's like a morning and people walk by you, they say good morning. I'm like... And to mm, me... Don't do that. That was bizarre. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I thought... Oh my goodness, these people are friendly, it's so nice here, the sea is amazing. Uh, <laughs> I was just, you know, this is great. I like to you, it was like, this is great. And to me, I'd be like, please don't talk to me. Yeah, and the <laughs> air smelled like incredible. Mm. It was it so much... It smells clean, yeah. <laughs> it smells clean. And every time I try to explain that to people from Europe, they're like, huh? What do you mean? It's just air, yeah. what do you mean? But even like... When my family from up north come down to London, they're like, what's that smell? I'm like, what smell? Oh, you mean London? Oh, it just, there's just the smell. <laughs> yeah. It's just the smell. But yeah, and I came back and I told my parents that I have visited the most incredible place on earth and that we have to move there. Like, we have to. She was clearly lying to herself. And I was just like, and you know, my parents, I was like, what, eight maybe at that point? <laughs> Yeah, and yeah. my parents were trying to explain to me that if we go there, I will have to, you know, new school, new friends, a whole different language. You know, they really had to drill that into me because they thought I didn't understand. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, no. But you were there. You were like, I was like, good. yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> new friends, new school, new language. I mean, it was really hard for my parents the first time we actually made the decision to move. Oh. And I spoke very little English. <laughs> so you didn't even take time to learn during those two years? No. Oh. But yeah, and... I would have made you. I mean, <laughs> as much as we could, you know, I practice English in school with like a tutor and everything. But when you get there, yeah, when you get to UK, you're like, oh, it's not okay. I've heard people say the same thing about French, like learning French at like in the UK at GCSE A levels mm. and even at uni like if you learn a language at degree level I would expect you to be able to speak it fluently when you go to a country but then one of our uni teachers went to France and he was like this is a whole yeah yeah but that's the same thing as you know as I told you with the summer school it doesn't matter how much time you spend learning a language unless you speak in that language for the most of your day every single day you're not gonna learn it i mean you'll know the rules and the grammar but that's about it but you won't be able to back and forth yeah with people. you won't have any yeah. practice in communicating yeah but it was a an incredible experience i still remember how i started 
like how my brain started picking up English. It's the most incredible thing, especially when you're a child, you pick up different languages way easier, especially if you live in that language. Yeah. And I and my mom still remembers when I came back for like um, half term holidays and in my five word sentence, it would be like three in English and two in Russian just because I I couldn't remember any Russian words. And my parents were like, well, shit, what are we going to do? So I spent most of my holidays reading uh, poetry and um, stories and all kinds of literature in Russian. Oh, I think that was good that they kept you having like dual languages. That's yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I it was still I had a very peculiar way of speaking in Russian until maybe GCSEs when I went to another school like in that school in GCSEs I had there were more international people there so in Suffolk we had one uh, boy from Japan another one was in sixth form at at the time I was there in like year five who was Polish I think maybe okay oh so not even that far yeah and that was it everyone else was British there was no exposure to Russian language. I mean, it's Suffolk. Yeah, yeah, like, it's what Suffolk. What are you expecting? Let's I be mean, honest, yeah. I didn't know what to expect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that school was the most incredible school I've ever been to. In, in that school, I had friends that were Russian, and I started speaking Russian with my peers. So by the time, you know, that year has finished, I had a normal russian it wasn't peculiar anymore that's cute you traveled around quite a bit then um even like to the year that you went back home Mm. what did you think of people's accents in different regions what is the hardest to understand as well so start with what did you think of people's accents and then the hardest to understand right so when we moved there first we moved to birmingham oh no (laughs) <laughs> you really threw yourself in the fucking deep end there with accents right. yeah um and a birmingham accent is disgusting like nuggets are like what are they nuggets or something yeah they, they speak really weirdly for, for our listeners in the u.s like the uk has a lot of different dialects and accents and birmingham manchester liverpool scotland and wales are some of the hardest to understand yeah so but yeah but then i got you know the more i progressed in my english the more i was able to watch tv and you know british uh, tv series so i then got exposed to the liverpool accent which blew my mind i was like this is the funniest thing ever (laughs) this is funny (laughs) oh no i Still, to this day, have a very hard time understanding Irish and Scottish accent. Oh, for me, it depends on where you are in Ireland. Southern Ireland, I can get. It's like around Dublin and Northern Ireland. Boy, just stop talking to me. I can't. Mm -mm. Surprisingly enough, these are the two accents that I cannot... It's incredibly hard for me to understand both. I even had a very awkward conversation. We were out with friends somewhere. And in that group of friends, there was a perf- person from Scotland and he was 
talking to me and I was being very polite, trying to really grasp at least the general idea, smiling and nodding. Just nodding, yeah. And I could understand that we're not quite communicating in some way. <laughs> and then I, you know, he started looking at me weirdly. I started looking lost. And then I had to fess up that I was like, I'm terribly sorry, but I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awkward. But I feel you. It was so bad. Honestly, Scottish accents are a different thing. I can't, like, I, I still to this day, I cannot. Like, my family from Newcastle, which is the last country in England before Scotland. So you would have thought, like, maybe you could have some level of... No. Nah. Scottish people come down here, I'm like... <sighs> yeah. But you have a, also, like, a very interesting life. You're from South Africa, aren't you? I am. I was born in Johannesburg before anyone wonders if I was born in Cape Town. I'm not that lucky. <laughs> um, and I moved here when I was 12. Um, How was that transition? Yeah, like, it is a completely different lifestyle. I hated it here for five years. Five years straight. Oh, really? I actually despised living here. Yeah. I was due to move back to South Africa when I was about 17, 18. Um, just because like it's a completely different culture. Like over there... People have massive houses, people entertain a lot. There's just the lack of obedience to the law is fun. <laughs> like, there's no such thing as. Speed yeah, I would imagine. Like, yeah, there's like traffic lights are for the atmosphere, they're not for stopping. They're just the pretty lights. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and if, if there's a queue of traffic, you just drive on the side, like on the pavement and the grass. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. I don't know. It's just a lot of fun. And then I come here and everything's all prim and proper. <laughs> yeah. You have to follow the rules, actually. And the first thing I noticed when we got there was these row of houses. And I'm thinking to myself, because my old house was as big as this row of houses, I'm like, whoa, this is great. I've got two stories as well. And my mom was like, no, we have the one on the end. I'm like, what do you mean the one? I said, this, this is not big enough for a human being to live in. <laughs> But honestly, the houses here are tiny. So I was like, well, like, is this just for me or is it for like everyone? And they're like, no, we're all three going to live in this. I was like, hold on. Wait, what? <laughs> we're too close to each other. <laughs> we are way too close. Um, and then we had this tiny wall outside our house. This was the first thing I said to my mom. I was like, why is there no walls and electric fences? Like, because I had bars on my windows. I had electric fences. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, oh, you don't need it in this country. Immediate thought in my mind is, I'm going to die. Someone's going to break it and kill me at night. Okay, okay, I'm it's cool. So I, I've got this. Then I went to school. People picked up my accent. Um, I got bullied for my accent. So I started fucking people up in school. And I had detention every day of oh. my life. Not because I was fighting people. That wasn't the only reason. I was a bad student. Oh, and I learned that you could talk in class. That was taught to me. I mean, you're not supposed to, but, you know. In South Africa, I was terrified of my teachers. Like, you don't get in yeah. trouble? Well, you get in trouble, you get detention. Oh, I was... right. Well, yeah, yeah, but you don't, like, yeah. get major. Yeah, you don't have chalk trouble. thrown at your head. So I was terrified of my teachers in primary school in South Africa. Come here and I'm like, ah, oh, I can fuck around in class, this is great. And that's why I did so bad at GCSE. <laughs> yeah, and the schools? Oh, no. Okay, the schools here are very small. I don't, I don't give a shit what people say. Oh, no. My school was massive. I mean... My my primary school covered, I think, a kilometre or two kilometres, like, width in land. And I think, like, a kilometre up, like, height as well. Like, it was a very... It covered a lot of ground. And then my college... The college that I was 
would have gone to was even bigger than that. But I don't, I, like, as a kid, it seems fun. As a teenager, I don't want to walk 500 meters to my next class. That's, that's too much. Right, yeah. But I then, you know, you get some schools here, like boarding schools are huge. You get... I first visited my, um, at that time, future boarding school. And I was like, this is Hogwarts. This is literally Hogwarts. They had, like, fields. Yeah, like, this prettiest buildings... They've got multiple fields sometimes. They've got sports gyms. They've got everything. And you're like, holy shit, I've made it. This is beautiful. Yeah, this, this is the life. Okay, so now, because we are running a little bit short on time. <gasps> oh, no. Okay, so there are British phrases that I don't understand. Like, to this day sometimes. Right. I don't know if this one's British. Bob's your uncle. I assume that is British because it sounds very British. I'm not sure, but I do know what, what it is. Like, it, it didn't surprise me. I picked it up somewhere from movies or something. What is it? It's like, so there you have it, sort of thing. You add it at the end of your story. So, well, there it is. Bob's your uncle. Oh, okay. So it's like, I've made my point kind of thing. Kind of, yeah. So it's like a conclusion to your thoughts. So, and there you go. Okay. Lukewarm. That, like... You, you don't have hot tea, you don't have cold tea, you have lukewarm tea. Who the fuck is Luke? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Like, why is it lukewarm? Why is it not just warm? Hot, cold, warm. That is how things work in the rest of the world. But because it's not warm, it's a bit less than warm. So what, is Luke cold? Like, but not quite cold? <laughs> That's the most ridiculous shit I've heard in my life. I'm going to Google it, actually, because... Google it. This is not the first time this has bugged me. Luke... Warm. Is it actually spelled like Luke? Like the name Luke? It is. Like it is L-U-K-E. Yeah. But it's actually one word. It is one word. So it says, a liquid or food that should be hot, but is only moderately warm or tepid. So it's just below warm. Okay, wait. Someone's actually answered the proper question. So they literally did just mix the name Luke with warm. Okay, well. What kind of person was Luke? <laughs> I know. That's what I... Uh, Cambridge Dictionary. Let's have a look, shall we? Ah, uh, yes. I also had... It happened fairly recently, a couple of years ago. I was talking to someone and I think I asked them how they were or something. Or how's it going? Something along those lines. And then they said, oh, it's the bee's knees. And I'm like, wait, what? Oh, the greeting. <laughs> the bee's knees? I've got that as well. The first thing that pops into my mind, bees have knees? Yeah, I assume they have knees, like their little, you know, legs. Their little, yeah. So the bee's knees, do you want to explain what it is? It's like really good. It's the bee's knees. It's like, wow, excellent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. But speaking of um, things that they say, greetings. So in the UK, a lot of like foreign people get confused by this, especially American. When British people greet each other, hello they say you all right and it's not them asking if you're okay oh yeah yeah so someone asked this on reddit and they said it just means hello like the correct reply is yeah are you all right or you're all right um even if you're not all right just say yeah or i'm all right how are you yeah no you say you're fine and then you move the fuck on <laughs> yeah it is literally saying hello we don't yeah, care about don't care. your well-being <laughs> no one cares if you're not friends of course then it's a different matter but if you're on the street and you say ah but even still if i if i greet a friend like you're right i expect yeah you that i don't if i ask you how are you that's a different thing 
yeah yeah if it's not a meaningful conversation with a friend then it's you're right yeah you and then that's it and you sort of nod and then you move on with your day <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> but yeah that exactly. is very true yeah so if anyone from britain ever asks you you're right just say yeah you it's the yeah, easiest yeah. and then answer. move on <laughs> yeah. um british people's obsession with tea now i know British people will partially disagree with this because they think they don't drink that much tea. But when power companies have to account for when commercials on the TV start, because that is like the highest spike in energy through the day, just from people putting on a kettle, but there are millions of people at the same time doing it, you're drinking a lot of tea in this country. That is a lot of tea. Yeah, and someone else was like, Americans drink iced tea, what do British people drink? And we were like, tea. But it's hot. <laughs> like that's it. British people don't care. Yeah. Like, did you find you drank a lot of tea when you were here? I drink tea now. I didn't drink that much as a kid, but we drink a lot of tea in Russia. That's a thing. Yeah. Um, but you also drink a lot of coffee. Uh no, not more than any any sort of like coffee maybe in the morning. But most people in Russia drink tea. Um, we drink black tea. Some people drink green tea but black tea or herbal tea like yeah is the way to go especially if it's an evening and you're with friends gathered in the kitchen that's when you pull out a lot of tea and you sit there for hours and hours talking about the deepest shit ever and that's like a normal evening okay so it's like a whole kind of thing yeah, yeah, you would just, you know, okay. um, like cookies or something and tea, a lot of tea, yeah. Okay. So I didn't really have to transition from any, sp- like a specific, a specific beverage to tea. To tea. Yeah. I did learn how to drink tea with milk. I mean... When I moved to UK, uh, because that's not a thing in Russia, we drink tea with lemon, but not with milk. So when I moved to the UK... Isn't it dry? Come on, black no. tea is dry. It's it's wet. It has water. You, don't, you know, you, you know, you you put water in it, Andrew. <laughs> it's wet. It's got water. Oh, she's a comedian. <laughs> but yeah, no, no. But I did drink. Started drinking tea with milk, and I really liked it. Um. So and then I would come home to Russia and ask for milk with my tea, and I would be the weirdo. And then I also learned why you put milk in first. Uh, yeah, people don't do that anymore. But if you go to a place where they still serve tea in English China, they put milk in first because otherwise um, it stains the cup. Oh, oh shit, that's smart. All right. Mm, good point, good point, good point. So queuing in the UK. People love a queue in the UK. <gasps> queuing it, is the it. most pleasurable thing in the UK. There are queues. People understand what a queue is. And how to queue, yeah. I mean, it's good. And how to queue? Are you kidding me? And it's everywhere. They will queue. They will They will form their own queue around a building and people will just accept that. Yeah. Around the buildings, into the shops. Anywhere you can think a queue of, they know how to queue. It is incredible. Have you ever been to Wimbledon? Like, during the tennis match? No. That is, okay, that is a queue that, like, there is a field 
and I want to say like it's the size of maybe two football pitches. It was fucking massive. And there was a queue from the start of the Wimbledon gate, the entrance, going around like a snake and people just obeyed it. I mean, people were getting lit as fuck. They were, like, we drank so much alcohol in this queue, bitch. We had no alcohol when we got there. Um, but yeah, people queuing really well. I was very impressed. People queue a lot. People also in UK drink a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a pub on every corner. <laughs> I mean, you know, being from Russia, there's a lot of stereotypes about alcohol. Ah, oh, the vodka. <laughs> no one in Russia drinks more than in British people drink a lot. Especially like brunches. Bottomless you know? brunches. People are fucked trashed after that, yeah. No one does that here. I mean... People get trashed here on like New Year's because it's a celebration or something or birthday, but you don't just. It's a Saturday. Let's go do it. Eleven a.m. on like a Sunday, you're drinking. Okay, you're drinking mimosas, but still you're drinking. Oh, some places offer different things now. So now you can get prosecco, Long Island iced teas, and you back in tequila on a Sunday at eleven in the morning. Mm. It's a lot of alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm curious how much the UK actually goes through alcohol. Because pubs, there's just so many fucking pubs. Yeah. What else is there? Well, we wanted to cover some of the foods as well, didn't we? Yeah, I'm just trying to think if we... We, me and you have a lot of beef over one particular thing, type of food. Scones. The most disgusting so thing listen, in the whole world. delicious, I don't care what you say. It is disgusting, disgusting. You have Lovely. lost your mind. Wonderful. You have lost your mind somewhere <laughs> in your... On the way from South Africa <laughs> to the UK. I don't know what happened at the border, but something went wrong. <laughs> what, when I was placed in quarantine? Yeah. Um. Listen, I know that you don't like scones, but you're wrong. So... It's okay, I'll accept it. You just, you slap a bit of jam on, slap a lot of, like, cream. It's delicious. Clotted cream from... No, 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 no. Mm. Wait a second. Delicious. You like the condiments that go on the scone, but not the actual scone. The scone is the vessel for these condiments. Get a toast. Ew, I'm not putting jam and cream on toast. Don't be disgusting. Why not? Choose a Danish, any, any other lovely pastry. Scone is, like, bread... When you don't know how to make bread. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it has no real flavor. You don't use, you don't use even yeast. You use baking powder, which just makes it crumbly. It's like a dry, crumbly piece of dough. So for American listeners, it's more, it's closer to what you guys understand as a biscuit, which is not what we know as biscuits. Just the point that out so v doesn't like scones there is no point in a scone there is nothing unique about a scone it is a vessel for the deliciousness use some other delicious vessel i don't know use a danish i don't have them to hand it's not a custom i can't be like hey do you have an almond croissant no you go for scones and tea you don't go for fucking pastries cream jam and tea (laughs) i also never drink the tea but besides the point i yeah i don't understand the fascination with scones okay what about crumpets if anyone doesn't know what a crumpet right, is the google crumpets it. yeah google what a crumpet is a crumpet is to me a vessel for butter a crumpet on itself does not taste very nice it tastes like bad dough crumpet is a very very like an 
I don't know, maybe like an inch thick mm, yeah. uh, pancake. Sort of, yeah. With holes in it because it's made with yeast. So when you cook it, it like pops all the uh, little holes inside. Yeah. So in the UK, crumpets are toasted and then you spread some butter on it so it's nice and melted. Yeah. I'm not as mad about crumpets as I am about scones, but I still do not understand the appeal of a crumpet because it doesn't really have, once again, it doesn't have a taste. It, literally nothing. So it's a bit rubbery isn't it yeah it definitely doesn't taste like a pancake we should point that out like it doesn't have the same texture it doesn't taste of anything it is just like it kind of looks like a pancake but it's not a pancake it's not a pancake it's like a rubbery oh my god it really is rubbery you're right right it's rubbery yeah. it's like a it's got the texture of cooking halloumi for too long that kind of rubbery chewiness yeah 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 but again i think the moral of the story is get pastries yeah get pastries and don't eat haggis haggis oh God, we will haggis. resume this conversation in our next because we're gonna talk about haggis because i love haggis haggis is the one for me mm. really yes uh, yes i love haggis like it's good i also like black pudding <laughs> <gasps> your face listeners i think i just had a heart attack who am i friends with andrew <laughs> what is this it's delicious i think we should have more of these episodes to fully explore your taste buds because i black pudding and haggis is your thing indeed indeed mm. Alrighty, well listeners i hope you enjoyed a little bit of getting to know us and things that we find amusing <laughs> um let us know if you like this episode please i think we will definitely do a part yeah, two yeah. oh yeah we need to explore this <laughs> yes and we i will also like in the second part i think i would like to ask you some of the stereotypes about south africa because i think it's very interesting oh yeah that'd be cool all right cool yeah, yeah. that sounds good so if you would like to know the backstory of how andrew came to be my friend it's a funny one <laughs> and more about his childhood <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this episode this episode is available at series pod on youtube itunes podcast spotify iHeartRadio, and google podcast and for those of you who like the creme de la creme of audio platforms rather than the mainstream ones. We're also available on Podcast Addict and on our website. Link to which you can find on our Instagram. Speaking of Instagram, for updates and fun content, you can follow us there. And if you have a personal favorite audio platform we are currently not on, please do tell us and we will do our best to get us on there. And before we go, a very special thank you to our Patreons for supporting us. If you want to support us too, you can go to patreon.com forward slash series pod. And in return, we post the podcast there early as well as include some fan outtakes. See you in part yeah. two. All right, guys. Bye. Bye.